Welcome to another week of Radio Melee. It's Tuesday again here on the internet and everywhere, I guess. Uh, and uh, we got Kev. Kev had a phenomenal performance. Uh, we're both, I think me and Peepy are both congratulating you. If I, if I can speak for my co-host here mm-hmm. on your run at the Function 2. Function 3? Function 3. Function 3, yeah. Function 3. It's been so many functions. Uh, yeah, Peepy, I think you were saying, you, you, you looked at Kev's bracket right before this. Talk about some of uh, the people can beat yeah I, and I so, saw the hacks win i saw the slug win yeah so actually um i think the hacks win is especially cool because cam actually lost the hacks outside of top eight and then he went on a, he had a he had a solid run afterward he, mm-hmm. he he took it over slug and and fiction chic before beating hacks again and i think there were some other names in there too but i think those were the the standouts to me and so i think that's that's you know really good really uh cementing someone who i think uh we're going to be talking a lot more about i mean you know even after the uh summer rank i mean you got ranked 28th you jumped up uh 38 spots which is a lot of spots means you're clearly doing something right you're clearly going Mm -hmm. fast i don't think uh and you're not slowing down after this last weekend so i think uh now is a wonderful time to have you on and I, i think you know What's what's your secret? I think maybe that's something people might be you know interested in. Maybe people were like, "I want to get better. I want to get better. I don't know how." And then this guy's like, he's beating everyone. He's getting better super fast. What's he doing? What's his mm-hmm. secret? Um, I don't know if I quite have a secret. I definitely um, I actually had to take off the semester. Um, and that definitely helped a lot. I've been like practicing <laughs> a little bit more. Uh, so I guess play more. Um, but uh, I have like philosophies and stuff like that. I definitely like believe in like no shortcuts kind of thing like do what you can to improve and not focus on results so i guess like that's kind of like helped me out to like really uh improve and uh mm-hmm. i guess that's one of the main ones another one also i think commuting is really hard and uh you know if you're traveling the country uh some people are traveling the world which i have not done yet um mm-hmm. you know focusing on like eating when you usually eat and like in general eating and i even bring my own pillow to majors so uh that definitely helps a lot yeah. Stuff like that, you know, books. And all Are you that. talking about like a Zane like pillow that you bring with you to, <laughs> the, to the event, or or just for sleeping purposes? For sleeping, I I'm a Got light it. sleeper. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, forgot, I forgot about that one. That's so funny that he does that. And Zane took uh, like suit, so it's right, not working for right, people, right. Apparently. Huh. That's yeah, you got to do pillow your meta. Thing. New pillow mm-hmm. meta dropped. Yeah. You know, not just for your hands, but you know, for your head too at night. And so that's and I, and I really like that you're talking about not just these things in the game, but you're talking about, you know, these tournament skills, these out of the game skills, which, cause I think it all, you know, it all kind of matters, right? You're talking about managing your time. Um, was there anything that you felt, um, I guess with your time off, maybe, or actually, no, let's ask this. Maybe there are a lot of students out there listening and they're like, okay, well, you had to take his time off. Well, I can't do that. Well, you were still improving a whole lot while you were in school, right? So how did you manage your time so well to be able to still grow at a great rate and, and uh, you know, still still doing okay in school, I assume? I don't want to speak for you. Yeah, I, I don't act like uh, me play, me taking the break off was actually what, like, got me better. I actually think it let me go to tournaments more. I actually probably mm-hmm. went to, like, I think I went to two majors last year and a couple of regionals. And I was also getting, you know, accustomed to going to tournaments in general. And like I said, like preparing. So new, it was a new thing for me. Right. And I, I was a little disappointed in some of my major performance. I'm like, oh, I just wish I had like, you know, gone better sleep, ate exactly when I needed to and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but for getting better, um, wait, what's your question exactly? Are you managing your time when you were in school? 
Oh yeah. So for me, I, you know, I, I do like, I don't actually play too much. I would say I definitely play a good bit and you have to play a lot, but I think, um, you know, when you have time to yourself, I think like thinking about the game is like one of my favorite things to do. Cause the game is just like, it's so interesting. And I think there's like, once you accomplish some of your tech skill goals, it's like the next step is to focus on like, you know, the neutral and, uh, sometimes like missing getting stuff that you have not thought about like a punish that you not may not realize exists mm. that, like before beforehand right so i think for me like taking the time to like even think about it even when you have the ability to play you know um that kind of thing and when you don't have the ability to play that's all you can really do so just focusing on that is really helpful for someone yeah i used yeah. to know i know a lot of players who i feel like this is a really big part of getting good it's it, and it's on multiple levels like there's I think there's a lot to be said about like even if you can't practice sometimes, um even like thinking about how to do certain things, like I think there's some studies that show that it's like not almost as good, but it's like kind of comparatively like it's somewhere along there's some spectrum of, of like actually physically practicing something, but also thinking about how to do it and kind of visualizing yourself do it actually does like kind of go a significant part of the way. Mm -hmm. um and obviously people if you know if, if if you're like busy and you've got other things going on i think thinking about the game a lot of this is, i remember like a lot of people talking about like people who get really good at things like both in melee and 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 outside of it like i remember mango used to talk about how he thought about melee nonstop, and um and and i think that uh i i know a lot of other gamers from a lot of other video games who like whatever they're getting really good at it's like it's like kind of all they think about mm -hmm. yeah. um uh thinking about like um I remember in college there was this guy who who came to the U.S. from from Korea and he was winning all these uh, Guilty Gear tournaments, and and he was saying that he you know really could only play on the weekends, but he would, and he and he really tried to only play on the weekends because he was too busy with school, but uh, during the week, but he would like be thinking about it, so he would kind of get his reps in, at least mentally, and then he would have all these things that he'd want to work on or whatever when he actually got a chance to play. You know what's interesting about that is, I think actually because like certain players may not be able to play mm -hmm. during um like you know whether they have school work whatever they have i think some people um who do have that time end up doing better than some people who have more free time because they end up just playing more often and because they're not forced to take the second to like think about the game mm -hmm. they end up not mm -hmm. improving at like a rate that would be better if they had just like had less time to play as funny as that sounds you know so I because think they they tunnel vision on not tunnel vision maybe but they but yeah they get too autopilot maybe yeah they just play too much and like not that playing too much is bad but like let's say you need a second to think about the game and you never do that like that that can hurt your improvement you know yeah yeah and, totally and you're bringing up uh i want to kind of take this a slightly different angle and i think you know, when I was looking over your Twitter before we started, Kem, I was noticing, you know, how you were pretty positive about the game. You were pretty open to like learning things and all of that. And I think, you know, you're you're imagining of the game. You're thinking about it a lot as you're, you know, in a, in a certain way, you're thinking, what else is possible with the game? What else is there out there? What else could I learn? And you, and instead of thinking, you know, I just have to do this and I've got to grind this out and, and whatever and whatever, which I think is becoming, you know, um, a, a pretty popular way to think about the game, in, at least in certain circles. But I think having that um, that curiosity, especially as you improve, I think it's such a great driver of growth, flexibility, you know, enjoyment with the game, which you're really going to need, if, especially if you want to keep putting time into it, right? So I, I like that angle of it, too. So I think that's really healthy as well. And people that are playing all the time may not have that, right? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, 
you know, even things like, I think some resources are becoming popular, like Uncle Punch. And I was actually just mm -hmm. talking about this, so I do want to mention it. I think some people are actually starting to use Uncle Punch a little too much, even. Oh, uh, for, can you explain me, that? Uh, so for me, I started in 2017, 2016, and okay. 20XX existed, right? That was like the main thing. It had I like think... just come out, more or oh, less. Oh, really? Is it? I don't, I don't remember. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I, probably? <laughs> That's funny. I don't remember exactly, but I think for me, like 20XX came out, and I was like, okay, I'm going to use that. And I'm like, when I do my punishes, I noticed like, okay, well, I can do my punishes like out of the standstill. I can up smash, go for the tech chase, I'll fall, like get the combos and whatever. But when mm -hmm. you do Uncle Punch, or when you, well, first of all, when you do a combo normally, it's like you're going to have to hit someone first. So you're going to get Nair. You know, I'm going to, like, hit them. I don't know where exactly where they're going to be when I hit that Nair, because I'll move right before it, and then I have to get the combo. When you do Uncle Punch, you're mainly forced to practice it when they're standing still, when you do the combo training, right? All um, right. And I think because they're only using that, some players may not be accustomed to, like, comboing off of a hit in a normal game, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's like some benefit I got out of like playing 20 XX. As funny as it is, like old school stuff, it's a lot. It's pretty helpful, you know. So, so yeah. the benefit in 20 XX was that that you were the CPU was also moving around more. Exactly. Um, like you know, 20 XX the best thing compared to like a normal ISO is that they they like move and they also DI right for com for combo turning and Uncle Punch. Exactly. It's like they don't move, but they do have the DI, and people like that because it also. It makes it forces you to do true combos, which is helpful in its own mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but mm -hmm. you're not going to get that aspect where you're you're not you're not going to get them standing still in a normal game, right? That's like the main practice, right? No, and it's one, true. Wait, one I mean, more thing, also. It, that's kind of how uh yeah. you know like even the 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 stereotype of how Armada used to practice, where he would just beat up the the CPU over and over. Oh yeah, the, the Falcon, the yeah, the poor Falcon, poor Falcon that, that poor Falcon, yeah, and then Edge Guarded. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love watching those videos. You were going to say one more thing? Um, I forgot exactly what I'm going to say. I'm kind of sad about that. But okay. I think it's really helpful, honestly, to just, like, use 20XX, and um, it's just you get to hit a moving opponent, and that's what you need. Really. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I know that you, I, I know, again, I was also, again, like I said, on your Twitter recently, I know you do coaching, so this must be something you've told people before, I imagine it sounds like. Mm. Uh, I've probably told a few people, but I think it's hard to be like, if it's not going to come up, it's hard to talk about, you know, that, that's like the hard thing. About you don't want to, you don't want to confront them with their demons exactly. like that. I see. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. I wonder, um, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think that that's like a, a really important skill in melee is kind of snapping into and out of your, your punish game sequences. Um, and I think it's like something that certain characters have to think about more than others. And like, I don't know, I guess what I, what I mean by that is like, there are certain players that are really, really loose in freeform. And I think they're, these are people at incredibly high level who, for example, they're like so good at being freeform that sometimes I see them get a grab on like, let's say they get a grab on FD and I'm like, oh, well now you can go for your chain grab. But they're, they're like, so in the moment, they're still like almost playing neutral in their head that they like go for some way more complicated punish instead of realizing like, oh, I can just do the uncle punch thing now. Like I can like slow down and just do a chain grab that I've practiced a million times. Um, and then on the flip side, some people have a hard time kind of snapping into it where, like you said, I think that there are certain situations where their punish game is really good because they've practiced it a lot, but otherwise they have a hard time kind of flowing from winning neutral and hitting a moving opponent into 
that. And I think that that's a pretty, pretty high level skill. Honestly, I think a lot of people are better at one or the other, like yeah. even up to like the top 10 level. Yeah. To be perfectly honest with you, this is something people I remember there was a week we were talking about. This was spark. Um, yeah. where yeah. remember when I was kind of noting that like spark, when I watch him play, if he gets a grab, he's really good at telling himself like, okay, time to reaction tech chase. And he'll like get a lot of kills. Just he'll yeah. just get a grab and get a kill. And, and that's yeah. pretty common. But a lot of the times he gets a knockdown off of like a stray hit, like a four tilt or a dash attack. And I'm like, you could actually just stop and turn this into a tech chase and you could probably get a kill. Um, but usually yeah. a lot of the time I'll see him if he's like, especially if he's playing a really strong Fox, like mm -hmm. someone who's kind of like pushing him to the limit. He's somebody, and I just think it's like, I'm not saying he's the only person I'm not like singling him out. I just think it's easy right. to talk about this with Sheik cause it's so obvious with Sheik right. where he'll get an octo with foretold or something. And I'm like, okay, you can tech chase now. And he like, doesn't, and he kind of makes it more complicated than it needs to be. I think this applies to a lot of top players actually. So I think that is a skill that, that people, um, even up to a very high level or like oh, yeah. it's, it's very hard and it's hard in melee. I think. Yes. It's this internal battle. Yeah. Making that there's, there's so much, you know, cognitive, you know, load. There's so much that you're thinking about when you're playing yeah. to make that switch from neutral punch. Like you're trying so hard, like, you know, he's because maybe this opponent's got you in like, you know, seven layers of a mix up and you're yeah. just trying to play that. And it's like, if you're thinking about your punish, then you're, you know, maybe not accounting for some layers. And so then you got to make the switch and you're like, and you know the truck's yeah. turning really wide <laughs> so we don't yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. quite we don't quite make the turn and so sometimes you know we it, it looks silly it'll be like oh this really good player like can't do like a basic punish and that they look silly but the reality of the situation is you may with the pressure of playing you know and maybe there are some concerns about results and things that can creep in but then you also have you know someone that's playing their their a game and they're really pushing you to think about a lot and then you have that moment and there, and it just all adds up. And I'm sure, you know, you're very aware of this yourself, Cam. I, uh, I would suspect anyway. Yeah, I completely think so. Um, I think like right now, I think it's not as big of an issue because a lot of us did grow up with Uncle Punch, I feel like, or not Uncle Punch, uh, 20XX. I, I don't know if people still use it as much as they used to, but um, I think for this next generation, like the Slippy era, it's going to be like a completely different thing. I am someone who came like, came up with like delay based and uh mm. you know i played oh, play, yeah. it's still yeah uh but um 20xx was still like the thing and then then uncle punch i think 2018 maybe uh became a thing maybe it's 2019 i don't remember the days but like this next generation is going to have a completely different like skill set almost they're going to be better at certain things and worse at others and it's going to be actually really interesting because some of them are already pretty good honestly i play with people on ranked and it's it's interesting because some of them are just better at like things that took me many years to get better and i see mm. other players too and uh it'll be interesting for sure yeah those tools really do i think you know change everything and, and, and almost in a way that uh we talk about this in a larger sense where slippy can make it so that there are less coastal play styles now everyone's intermingling mm. more so there's more things that are shared across you know uh borders world whatever um and so I think there's a lot of cool things like that coming up. And it's good to hear about that again from your perspective as someone that's a little bit newer than uh, some of the players that we're having on. So that's, that's always uh, really cool. And I wanted mm -hmm. to come back to your function run really quickly just to see if there was anything that stood out to you from it. If you thought it was a, if you thought it was an interesting performance, I know you had other close sets that didn't quite go your way as well um, that were cool. But I mean, especially, you know, um, losing to hacks and then beating him back, right? That's, you know, some people get kind of rattled by that or they're like, they think they lose once and they're like, okay, well, I definitely can't beat this person or they get double limbed. 
So what, you know, how was your experience at Function and, and how were, how did both the hack sets feel for you? Was there anything else that really stood out in, in that tournament, in your opinion? Um, the hack set, uh, me and him go back and forth. Um, mm. So like in my heart, I knew like I could definitely do it. I just got to like, you know, hit the things I need to. The first set was a little rough. I like SD'd like four times, I think legitimately where like I missed two ledge dashes. I mm. fared off stage and shined me because I was going for a JT grab. Um, so in my heart, I knew I definitely could have done it. I had, um, besides that though, uh, I had some tough like matches. I think I actually got two pretty underrated players. I had, um, I don't know if you know about 404 Craig. Mm -hmm. Of course. He's I a saw. very good player. That's, that was close, I believe I also yeah. saw on Star GG. I actually, uh, I have to admit, I, I kind of mix you two up. <laughs> really? I learned, I think I learned about you two at the same tournament. There was like a tournament where you both did good a couple years ago and I was like, okay, they both play spaces. They both start with letter C. The four so wait, letters. Wait, four, four, Cray? Oh, well, Cray and Cray, Okay, yeah. And Fair I was enough. like, I'm not going to be able to. I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> At least with you now, I, I know what you look like. But with Cray, I don't actually think I know what Cray looks like. But I do see Cray in Twitch chat sometimes. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Cray. Uh, uh, Cray, yeah, Cray, Cray's, Cray's a really cool player for sure. Yeah, Arthur, or 4 4 Chris, sorry. Is, I think he's someone who um, will eventually get really, really good. I think he's a weird one where it's like, at least for me and I think some other players, like they get those few wins that like, you know, they're known for, uh, but they don't have everything complete in one tournament or just in general, just like being capable against every matchup that they need to be good in. He's someone I think with some time. Uh, also, Kevin Maples, I wanted to also talk about him. He's very good. That was a good uh, as well. Yeah, I he's he's pretty pretty good honestly. Um, but Arthur in particular, I think, well, both of them. I don't. I'm not saying you know Kevin won't be good, but um, Arthur, I think is someone. Four four Craig will be someone I think to watch out for. So I'm happy I took the set because yeah. uh, I've been I played him in friendlies and sometimes he he makes me feel like oh shit like if I play him in bracket I'm gonna have a really really <laughs> scary time and he's like mm -hmm. right a little below me so like I'm expected to beat him but like I play him and I'm like this guy's good you know. Yeah, he's really, really good. Seed um, versus reality. What'd you say? The seed versus you know what it can act, how yeah. the can actually go, right? Yeah, I, I completely agree. And he's he's just a good player. I think once he gets it all together, he doesn't go to too much, but like top fifty, I think he is like capable right at this very second. And who knows for the future, right? Yeah, you know, Toph, it's kind of interesting. I'm listening to Kem talk, and it's kind of reminding me a little bit of Ossify last week. You know, there's this enthusiasm, there's this shouting out of other players. I think, yeah, I think that's, I think that's a really fun thing. That's a really good sign for melee, right? That we have up up and coming players that are so excited for the game and and you know really wanting to lift up other players with them. So I just, I don't know, just want to take a second to appreciate, you know, you know, you're you have you know this moment to talk about you and you're you know talking about all these other players as well. I think that's just a really cool thing. And is I should I should also ask is Cray also from the same region you're from loosely or no? Uh, loosely, he's tri-state. I'm technically tri-state. I'm in Long Island though, so it gets a little weird. I don't know if you know where that is. Got it. It's like in New York, um, but yeah, he's yeah, New yeah. Jersey. So we Got we it. actually played like um actually no we didn't play, but we were at the same tournament literally the week or two prior. Um, right, I was scared to play him, but someone knocked him out early. Mont money, if you know who he is. Mm, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, you are, however, from the same region, uh, and this is something I guess we should talk about a little bit before getting into the uh, uh, the questions for the week. Um, you mentioned that you thought it was pretty interesting. So Slug is somebody who's from the exact same 
region as you and also somebody who I guess you've played a good bit. So and you played last weekend. Yeah. Um where I played at Vietnam at Function. Um mm -hmm. we actually went to the same college together. Oh, um, oh wow. Yeah. So I was Philadelphia for many years. Um yeah. four years to be exact. Uh and you know, I'd go to the local and he'd be someone I played against and he'd he kind of beat my ass. Uh, I don't know if I could say that. Uh, <laughs> he beat, beat my ass for a long time without wobbling. Um, so, you know, he's like 12 and one before function. And it's like, before then, especially, this was pre-COVID, he would beat me without wobbling too. Uh, and this was before, like, that was like a norm, right? He was beating, mm. you know, he, he didn't even have a major tournament. I'm like, this guy's beating me so bad without wobbling and i'm like how is this even possible i thought wobbling is like the only reason i see have a chance even um uh, but so yeah i i played him for the first time after covid um and i got my chance to beat him and i i, I mean he's a little rusty but i'm really happy i got the win because in my heart like he's always been a player i never i haven't i haven't really beaten except the one time at like this random monthly where he like i only had one set to work with when he was or he only had one set to work with in grand uh, and I, I don't think he played Partridge League yet. So I'm really happy I, I got my chance and I beat him, right? So mm -hmm, I thought wow. you can really ask for it, right? Yeah, you were saying before the show, I think I misunderstood you because I think you said 12-1. I thought you meant it was 12-1 in your favor. No, no. Um, okay, <laughs> damn. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I was I was just thinking, maybe I was just thinking because of like people like, you know, somehow our producer Quinn brought up Chudad. I was thinking of players like that. Like there's these like, I feel like there's a lot of regions where there's like a Fox player and an Icy's player. And like just because they play a lot, like the Fox player beats the Icy's player a lot. But I guess Slug is just different. I'm thinking of people yeah. like you know, like I remember Milkman used to have a really good record against Shoe Dad, mm. and, you know, things like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's really that's 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 really quite impressive. Slug, um, I mean, I guess like you know, he was kind of was he was he did he start playing before you or were you guys kind of the same general uh, you know era? Um, so he, knowing him, he told me. He started, he's a dog kid. So, like 2013 mm. is when he oh, started. Oh, okay. Got it. So, many years Got it. Me. So, he had a little bit of, he had a little bit of time on you. Yeah, that makes he had a head start. He had a head yeah. start. But he was we somebody actually, who you felt like, you, you, you probably felt like, oh, this guy's results, like, like, cause he, you, you were playing him a lot. You're like, dang, this guy's really good, but he wasn't really known on the, the national level yet, I guess, back then. So, you kind of predicted that one probably. Yeah. I remember just like, so he had his first breakout tournament at Genesis. I don't remember exactly, maybe the 2019 one. I think it was eight. Yeah. I, I yeah. played him and I'm like, if this guy doesn't do well, like I must be the worst player in the world because <laughs> he, he's beating my ass so bad and I can't take a set yet, especially at that point. And he got like, and he got 17th. I'm like, but this guy, I knew, oh, I thought he was no, legit, I know that. but I never was proved that. Proved, he never proved mm. that. Oh, he never proved that on a national, you know, thing, but he was doing with Damn, he got... wobble, without wobbling, you know? Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up that bracket actually. That's really I didn't even realize he um I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really know that much about Slug until probably like COVID proper. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm that's pretty for me. Oh, I guess Genesis uh damn 2019. If you remember <laughs> Man, that might have uh, been that might have been Genesis six. Was it really? Wow. I think Genesis seven was twenty twenty. So maybe it was that one. I'm, I'm I'm trying to find it. I think so. Yeah. So yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, a very close set with um, Cody. I think at Pound that year, or maybe not oh, wow. Pound. Mm -hmm. Um, 
where I remember Fiction made the tweet where he was like, "Random Ices." This was with wobbling, but he was that like, was the first time. Never know what's gonna happen, yeah. you know? And that's uh... like I didn't know that happened when I when I played him, but like I'm like, "Who's this Ices?" You know? I came to. <laughs> it's funny because I came out of game two college, and I'm like 18, and like I don't know. I've never been to a region uh, outside of my own, and I, even then, I only played net play, and he was just like. I mean, I said, I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. He just beat me really bad. I'm like, damn, like, I never heard of this guy. He's beating me so bad, right? It's like, it's incredible. There's a lot, a lot of players out there, you know? Yeah, that is really, it was really, really quite impressive. Yeah. Yeah, Genesis 9. Uh, wow, he did get 17th at that. Damn, I got to see. I wish, the, I wish they made it easier to see who someone beaten. Um, so I just have to go to the start for that. That was the one. Yeah, that was the tournament where uh, I remember Mutiking played like Triff beat Mutu King and that was like a big upset. Like mm-hmm. yeah, Mutu King was like still active and stuff. Yeah. 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 Huh. yeah well, that's uh, hey, I mean a uh, lot of a lot of cool history kind of coming out here. And I think, you know, it's interesting uh hearing about um the the tri-state region now, especially, you know, with nightclub and, and everyone doing so well from that kind of region slug and, and you yourself, Cam. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff coming out uh from that area now. We're probably gonna get educated more and more on that, I think, over the years as more people from that time and uh, everything start, you know, glowing up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um well I'm okay with uh moving on. I do have another I have a you know uh, another question or two I can ask Tof, but if you're ready to keep things moving, I am. For sure, yeah, we can get into the uh, the community voice. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at damn, Slug and Army both got 17th at that Genesis. That's crazy. Kind of a passing of the torch there. Huh. Um, yeah. yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's get into the community voice from last week. Uh, um, oh, and I guess before we do that, I guess uh-huh. you know, I want, I'm I'm noticing. We don't have anyone waiting in the wings yet for a question, so I would like to remind everyone in That's my true. chat and toves to use the exclamation mark radio melee command. Join the Discord, react with the GG react in the um, rules channel, and then the SSBM react in the assigned roles channel. Uh, you can join with the submit topics here channel, and then we can ask us anything live on air. 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern time, pretty much every Tuesday. Uh, my Twitch channel and Tove, so we really do encourage you guys to roll through. Um, that being said, uh, we're going to be looking at the voicemail in a moment, but first we have our community voice from Ossify, who we had on last week. That's who right. Asked, what is your favorite melee memory that is not a competitive related thing? So favorite non-competitive melee memory. Um, and we've okay, got- Okay, so yeah, well, this is Muck Manor. I'll read the first one. You can read the mm-hmm. second one. So one time out, I was a Nebulous Local, RIP. Project M and I was playing Switch, my favorite PM player and greatest wolf player in the world. That's true. While we were playing, he was obviously destroying me. He started calming me and then Gallo, who's another amazing New York City PM player, called out to him from across the room and asked him a question, apparently not aware that Switch and I were playing a tournament set. Switch mid-combo, took his eyes off the screen, turned his head, answered Gallo's question, then looked back at the screen and finished the combo to kill me without dropping any part of it, even while his head was fully turned away from the CRT. He's my go. That's really funny. That's so strong. Yeah, yeah, that guy's awesome. Which <laughs> is really cool. So that's a that's a good memory for sure. Oh man, uh, good story. We, yeah, I, I dude, people do looking away, man. Especially like when there's so many influences of DI or whatever, you're just having to basically kind of predict what they're doing. I mean, that's it is very powerful, and it, I do like that there. You know, there is so much skill expression to where you can kind of do that in you know in a lot of these Smash games and. 
Um, we got our second answer here from Madigan saying, I've never been to bigger tourneys and only been to a few locals. The first, the one of the first I went to, I was at immediately. Pizza got delivered from the host. We each bought a share. And when he called, pizza was there. Not a person moved. Pretty much everyone got a slice. And just watched and just watching everyone focus on their friendlies and the one tournament match and unfazed by pizza. I knew I was with my people and felt like I belonged. Dude, when when pizza when the pizza party doesn't get anyone moving, you know that something big's going on. Yeah, people are locked in. People are gaming. Oh man, it must have been some beautiful melee. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I think this week we have a uh, before we get into any sort of caller questions. I think we do have a voicemail question. Is that right? We do, we do. And um, our voicemail number will be on screen because I definitely don't remember it. Yeah, but we should remind guys... people about yes. the uh, the voicemail line. We had a few. Um, we might go to one or the other, one of the others, maybe if we um need to but uh our number is 213-347-5242 that number again is 213-347-5242 maybe you're not able to join us live on air and so if you'd like to just leave a question um generally or for our guests we do tweet out um, what our guest is going to be usually the day before so you can leave that uh feel free the number is there but that being said we do have our voicemail question now so let's go ahead and get to it. Hey, uh, this question comes from Drew and Bobbert from DJM. Uh, we got a question for the player, Kem, who's being talked to tonight. What does it feel like to be from New York, play in Philly, but be sponsored by New Jersey? Do you really feel like uh, a perfect representation of what it means to be tri-state? Thank you. I love all you guys. Take care. Yeah, that's I thought that was good. a I thought that's a really good question because you were you know you were talking about how you'd play slug and then you hadn't and then you went to college there and then you know tri-state being this interesting group this interesting collection of a region and I think there was even some discussion on whether it still wants to be a region or whatever on Twitter a little bit ago I saw that so I'm curious you know how you feel about you know being in all those being you know supported in all those ways how does that seem to you? Um, I I think it's cool because I feel like it um it shows and I think it's a little weird because. Philly gets questioned whether or not it's tri-state a mm. lot, um, but I think it like shows the sense of like community we have um, because you know I'm friends with a lot of people from Jersey, from Philly, from New York, and you know not, I, I guess Connecticut. Um, e Poodle, I'm thinking of right now. I guess he goes mm -hmm. to the tournaments there. Um, but I'm like great friends with like a lot of players in every scene almost in tri-state. Um, so I think it's kind of fitting in some ways where you know I'm friends with a lot of them. Yeah, and and being sponsored by New Jersey particularly, do you feel you have ties to New Jersey before this, or are you just very New Jersey pilled now? How did how did that come about? Uh, I mean, again, one of my good friends is like New Jersey. And I can mention like think of four of them really like mm. that are really good friends with me. So, you know, I I guess a little bit after like I went to my first New Jersey tournament in a while, um, just recently. And it was my, run by my sponsors, you know, Drew, Balbert, Run It, Tamis, um, some great people who helped me go to events. Um, but yeah, like, I still have always felt like, you know, Tri-State as a whole, like, it, it doesn't really matter if I'm sponsored from New Jersey. It's funny because I don't know, if, do you know who Mod Money is by any chance? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I've never spoken to Mod Money. Say it again? I don't know if I've ever spoken to Mod Money, but I certainly know of Mod Money. 
Yeah. So Mott is one of the friends I'm thinking of that's from Jersey, and he's actually sponsored by uh, BLE, which is Brotherly Love Esports, which is in Philadelphia. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and funny. me and I talk about it all the time, and we're like, yo, dude, you're you're sponsored by Philly, and I'm sponsored by, like, NJ, how does that happen? And it's just funny, because, like, I mean, we're all friends with each other. You know, he's very good friends with the Philly people, as I am. And I'm friends with a lot of New Jersey, and I'm friends with him, too. And, uh, it, you know, it doesn't surprise me in some ways. But it's yeah. fun. It almost feels like, you know, this this state distinction almost doesn't even matter because you guys are all just so close. Is that right? Yeah, I'd say so. I believe you. That's cool. So so when so in this discussion of is tri-state a thing or who belongs, is that ever uncomfortable for you? Um it's interesting for Philly because I used to always be like, Philly should I stay? Like, <laughs> how is it not? Like, sometimes you go to Philly tournaments and like, or to nightclubs and, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, I don't know. I, I remember there's a poll that existed that was like, is Philly try said it was like mostly those. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe not. Um, but I mean, my heart is still in Philly. And I, even though I'm in Long Island right now, I live in New York. Um, I might like, you know, Philly still is one of my homes too, unrelated to your question. But I, I it, it's a little annoying, I think. I think it should be, but it is what mm -hmm. it is. You know. I always, you know, it's funny. Maybe this is just uh, related to your sponsor or something. For some reason, for a long time, I thought you were New Jersey. But maybe I assume everyone from Tri-State and Smash is from New Jersey, because New Jersey, <laughs> there's just so many Smashers. There are. Yeah, I completely I agree. Know. I mean, there's so many good players. Uh, I know yeah. that. I, I know I've been talking about other players, but like, you know, Mott, Wally, Chang yeah. Flax, Arthur, 404 Chris, sorry. Right. right, right, right. Um, but from your perspective, what was the first scene you kind of played in? Like the first, like when you were first getting, you know, like competitive at Melee, like where, where were you located? I'm going to give you a funny answer before I like actually say physically located. Um, okay. My origin like real origin story is uh online anthers ladder slash east coast mm. fridays in 2017 to 2018 oh my nice what I a way to, what a way to start too i know yeah and it's funny i know you said you had ospy recently he actually was way better than me back then hmm. uh even though he's was younger, he also playing was he playing on those with the on those with you yeah was uh, it Falco? He was, uh, Fridays. Yeah, he was a Falco main back then. He was better. <laughs> I wasn't very good at Falco, to be honest, that matchup, but he uh -huh. was a good player. Uh, him and Akir, I mean, you know Akir now, too, but these guys yeah. also. Oh, wow. I almost had a similar thing with Slug, where I felt like, my God, I've never heard of these players, and they're so good. Yeah. Uh, but they eventually made a name for themselves, and they proved to me, well, not that they haven't already proved that they were good, but, like, you know, I got to see them show how good they were. Mm -hmm. Even if like I don't, I've never heard of them outside of like these small circles, like in Philly or in you know East Coast Fridays, uh, and they really like showed how good they are. You know, it's interesting. But uh, one mm -hmm. more thing, I think uh, before or after that, it was Long Island. Uh, but then I like I hadn't gone to many things, and then I went to Philly, uh, and that's when Got I like, really started to go to tournaments. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. But I yeah. guess at the end of the day, you know, if it's a bigger tournament, everyone's going to show up anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I... The, um, yeah, I, I, the other thing I was going to ask was, uh, the way that I think I missed one of them or I forgot one of them, 
but it sounded like the call in was from two people. It said some someone in Bobber. Did you know? Do you know who called in? Were they uh, are they friends of yours or anything like that? Or they are both my like help. Drew and Bobber. Drew and Bobber. sponsors. Uh, Got it. Okay. Yeah, they run a medicine. Just so you, anyone who's watching from New Jersey, they're my sponsor is DJM. They run tournaments. Um, if you're in the New Jersey area, you should definitely go to them. They're awesome people. Uh, you know, the, my sponsors in general, and they also run pretty good events. Um, I think one's coming up soon. Uh, I do want to say something also because I, I haven't gotten a way to, like way to say this, and I do want to say it. Yeah. One of my sponsors. I talked about how like you know playing well and you know helping yourself play well by helping your outside factors like food or sleep um one of my sponsors helped me out one of the people who helps run my sponsor mm -hmm. i don't know how to say it exactly but um tamis i actually was like i felt like i had a shaky set with kevin maples and then mm -hmm. my sponsor asked me like hey you need anything um and he i was like I'm, i feel like i need some like sugar in me and he helped me he got me he went to the convenience store and got me candy which I think oh, really nice. helped me out a lot. And I don't know if it would have been possible uh, to to have the run I did without them, him and, you know, my sponsors. So, again, like, thank you to them. They've, they've helped me go to tournaments for, like, the past few months now, and I hope it to be longer, you know, so shout out to them. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty sick. Um, definitely, like, yeah, I don't know. I, it's always cool to see, like, uh, the varying levels of support that people have like on the ground at events because mm -hmm. you know it really it can really it can really obviously differ uh you know like gg we've been stepping up like big house there was like a booth which i thought was pretty dope like getting getting more involved at like irl events and getting more of the gang out so it's it's always dope when uh when teams do that uh for their players yeah yeah and and i really uh i mean way way back when when i was on eg I, I had a manager that was with me helping me out I, it was aj it, right yeah i had aj love that guy yeah um and it may it really does make an enormous difference to have someone that's there you know they're there to enjoy the experience but they're there to they're, they're there to support you and i think that's just a wonderful thing and i think you know um that's something and you to see organizations getting in that are able to help not just in the financial sense but but in that human sense you know sometimes that can be just as valuable uh if not more so uh so i i really love that yeah that's that's pretty sick i think we have uh by the way we've got somebody uh who wants to call in so we can bring in uh, our first caller for the week and it's going to be robert for calling in that's true. Yeah, got a shout out Drew and Bobbert. Um, hello. And, uh, hello. Looks like we got Lev. What's up, Lev? Where are you calling in from? What do you got Let's for go. us today? Calling in from Michigan. Um, had a question for Kem mm. about the secondaries. Mm. Uh, I'm a big fan of Kem Samus, and uh, I've seen it a few oh, times. Oh, damn. Dude, I didn't know about Kem Someone, Samus. someone uh, that was actually one of the voicemails. Someone named Hoborg called in and said, Cam, what's up with Samus? That was their that was the whole voicemail. They didn't even like say anything else. So something's going on with you and Samus. <laughs> I do want to get to the bottom of whatever this question is. So um for for people that know, apparently like Hobo uh Hoborg, there's uh Cam has been grinding out Samus a little bit. He's been in the the Samus Discord, uh trying to learn oh, as wow. much as he can. And, You're really uh, in the sauce. Uh yeah. I wanna know if uh we're ever going to see your Samus take a nightclub. Are we gonna see it? at any majors um and just more generally what do you think of the character uh you know we had morse code take a, a win over cody at big house and jmook earlier in the year and 
I want to know, uh, are we entering a Samus Renaissance and will you be a part of it? Um, it's interesting. I think Samus has a lot of weaknesses and it, it's it's pretty hard to be like consistent with that character. But in terms of like being capable of a, as a character to like take wins, I think Samus definitely is like, you know, she's not like the best, but she definitely has the tools. And um, me particularly, I want to I wanna play her because I think she teaches me a lot about the things I'm not good at. Like she's very patient and, mm -hmm. you know, she takes different, a still different skill set where you're working with a projectile as your like main threat, right? Um, so I, I just, I play personally her because I want to like learn something new about like the game and stuff like that. I'm very much about, you know, new perspectives. And I think Sam is, is one of the characters that can definitely help me with that. I, I do want to get it good enough. Uh, I, mean, I always get a lot of my secondaries good actually. Um, so Sam is no exception. But with Samus in particular at a nightclub, I've tried. It hasn't gone well, but hopefully soon I'll make it. I'll make it work. You know, go in. You know, you That's can always use it for Aklo's link if nothing else. <laughs> I think my oh, fox no. has that, but maybe maybe for the fans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, how is Samus your? That's probably not right. What's your What's your second best character? I was gonna say uh, is it your Samus, but no. It, I'm working on it because I do practice her. I'm not right now at this very second, but that's because I've had a lot of tournaments coming up. Yeah. But uh, Samus, I or no, Falco is definitely my like secondary, as most foxes have. Yeah. Um, I don't I haven't done too much with it with with him, but I have gotten fifth at a nightclub beating like JoJo and like Freezes. I don't know if you know who those two are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. Which was my only turn with Falco, so not bad. Uh, I've actually might bring it back. This weekend, next weekend. Oh, weekend. what's next weekend? Uh, next week. I just meant next week at the nightclub. Oh, okay, at the nightclub. Got it. Yeah. Uh, man, you've won a nightclub, by the way. Uh, have you? Yeah, I've won many. Very won nice. many. Yeah. Nice. I've won like nice. five, I think. I'm trying just to go not with, more. It's hard. He's lost count. Nothing else. One too many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just not a uh, not with Samus. Like, I don't know. My Falco might be able to do it. Not yet, obviously, but my Falco. Yeah. But practicing Samus is like a, it's really interesting because it's so unique. I do want to make, I want to understand her really bad. I mean, there's a lot of resources out there and I've, I've taken use of it. I don't know if you know, you know, of course, you know, violence actually. Yeah. Um, I've gone on a Discord and he's made me literally videos of like, all right. He's so here's, helpful. Here's your gameplay. Mm -hmm. This is what you got to do and stuff like that. So very helpful. I'm, I'm trying to learn it. Samus is a weird character, so I'll, I'll see how that works out. Samus cool. is super weird. Yeah, there's something yeah. about Samus that I think... Um, Samus is a character that turns heads, you know? Like, people uh, people get really excited when... Because I think she's so different <clears throat> that when, um, you know, somebody who doesn't play the character, like, starts playing the character, it's, like, a big deal and people talk about it. You know what I mean? There was, like, that era where, like, PPU was playing a bunch of Samus and it was like, oh, that's crazy. Like, PPU, mm. that's not, you know... And, like... Um, Man, whenever obviously Plup started with the character, but whenever Plup goes back to Samus, it's really exciting. I mean, I think it's fair to say that probably a lot of people like grew up watching Plup as a non-Samus main at this point, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Just in general, like I feel like that character is so weird and different um, in terms of kind of how they have to play neutral. And like you said, I guess having their probably their biggest threat be like a projectile. It's like, um, yeah, it's it's just a. She's got a weird dynamic to her, and I feel like uh, I don't know. It's 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 really I'm really excited to see what ends up happening with that character because I think Morses give 
uh, Morris in particular has given the, the Samus population a lot of hope mm-hmm. um, with these kind of recent slew of like top five uh, wins. Because yeah. um, nobody was really nobody. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, like you, you had Super and obviously Super was doing pretty good, but I feel like that was, things were kind of quiet on the Samus front for a little yeah. bit. Like, uh, you know, maybe between COVID up until kind of recent, you know? Yeah. So uh yeah, it's 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 cool to see. Yeah, and um I you know, I think I guess I mean there's some things I could say about, you know, learning other characters and helping your game, but I'll just repeat the first part of the question back to you, Cam. Are we entering a Sam- Samus Renaissance? Don't d- disappoint the Samus mains now. Say yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's potential that Samus will definitely start getting like wins a lot. I think um it's a weird matchup for people, so that alone is good, and I don't think that character's bad. So I think answer potential, <laughs> maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think she might be better than like DK, um, but Ooh. I don't know. Yeah, they're very different characters. Yeah, it's hard they're to- like good at exactly the opposite yeah. things. Who, who do you think would win right now, your Samus or PP's DK? Oh God! Of I think you've got. No. You know what? We'll make that happen one day. Why not? <laughs> This, I'm kidding. What do you think about I that matchup? That I what feel like that? DK is kind of like that matchup, the Samus one, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Okay. Tough, honestly, but I mean, missiles might be able to lock you down. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm wondering. And also, DK probably can't combo Samus that hard compared to yeah, a lot of other when characters. When Samus gets put into the air, though, I feel like that's gotta suck because well, she maybe tries to come down with she comes down with a move. It's a it's a free up B, and then you know otherwise like up air is just gonna do a lot of damage. It's gonna be hard to come down with bombs. Yeah. So I think her recovery is gonna be okay, but I guess you can go out with up B. But if she goes pretty low, it's probably pretty good. So yeah, I think there I think right. there are some spots that are definitely good for Samus, and I'm sure like if she can get DK and Shield just like any other character in the game, she's probably cooking. But mm-hmm. it seems I I could see why the DK is like it. Just you know, bro, sciencing it off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Um, but yeah, surely, surely, you know, the Samus versus DK versus Ganondorf, uh, Renaissance will, will continue on unabated, but this was a fun question. I'm glad we got to get to the bottom of Kim's mystery Samus and all the benefits it had. And, uh, thank you for calling in, Lev. Any shout outs for us on your way out today? Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, shout out to nightclub. Uh, mm-hmm. it's great local. I'm not there anymore, but, uh, always good seeing everyone there and uh shout out to all the Samus mains out there trying to make it happen for sure all right thank you have a good one all right well um we don't have another caller locked and loaded right now but uh good news for us i still have a couple questions that i did write down in advance that i can still ask you and so i'm going to go ahead and start with um hmm. Let's do this one. Um, you play Fox. You also play Samus, but your your main is Fox, and so Fox is a very common character. It's you know it's very he's I think probably probably still the most common in top one hundred or and and maybe in you know in the top thirty ish range where at least your current rank is. Well, you know I'm sure it'll probably go up given how you've been doing, but currently uh, top thirty. So you know in a, in a crowded Fox field, how do you feel like you know you yourself mm-hmm. stand out is standing out something you even care to think about at this point probably not but maybe you did when you started you know what how does how does what do you think makes you unique in other words um that's a good question because um this recent tournament actually made me really think about that um 
not for like the greatest reasons. It's just a lot of people were a lot like the crowd was electric really at a mm. function. And it was like really crazy because I don't feel like I have exactly something that makes me stand out. I mean, I just try to play the best melee mm. I think I can and I think exists, you know. So I think, you know, I have some interesting things. Like I don't know if you've heard of the chem jabs. No zuppy shine, but it's just like Armada used to do it. I did it. I didn't know about Armada used to do it, but like, you know, you just jab the side B. Um, oh, that's like the only okay. thing I really got going. But uh, I don't think I have anything unique, but it's it's cool that like even with without that, like people are like really, really like nice to me. A lot of them were cheering my were my friends, but even some people I don't know were like cheering and like even Slug, because me and Slug, we, we talked after the tournament, we went to the bar. It's like, dude, I'm not, he said to me, oh, dude, I'm not used to like, people not cheering for me i'm not gonna lie because like that's just like he plays he plays icy without wobbling so he's just used to that which is completely understandable mm -hmm. and uh I, it you know beats me why people would ever be a chem fan but it's it's cool <laughs> you know? sure i mean you know i i think you know when i was probably about the equivalent rank of what you are now when i was coming up i don't think i could answer the question either so i didn't mean to put you on the spot there but it's it's an interesting question right where you know, we're thinking about, um, you know, these things that, that, you know, we can offer and finding, you know, value in them. And so, I mean, you know, we got the chem jab and I think, you know, um, the, uh, at least I was paying a special attention in your set with Kevin Maples. Cause I think you guys play pretty differently. You know, I was noticing, um, how he was focusing a little more on, um, not trying to be so hard and fast with like the punishes, but really trying to play neutral in a lot of ways, trying to be real, flexible really you know playing different stage positions things like that and i noticed that you you were trying to play like a real you know fundamental game hold the stage you know do do a lot of the a lot of the good stuff mix the shield pressure when it's necessary hit the hit the good tech chases a lot of a lot of a lot of that and, and you know keeping the timing keeping the pacing pretty fast and so i think you know this is something that's going to evolve more you know as you you know evolve more mm -hmm. as a player but it was it was kind of cool just to see some of that you know that stylistic difference in, in that set and so I think when we're thinking about the future, I think a question that I often like to ask our guests if I get a question is, what are your goals? You said you before, no, we're not going to be results oriented. So sure, let's we don't have to think about what your rank's going to be or what tournament you want to win or not or top eight or not. But surely there are things that you're you're pushing for, right? You know, you've got to be driven by something if you're going to uh, still be playing. So what what are you what what does Kem want for himself or for mm -hmm. Melee or, or mm -hmm. his Fox or Samus or whatever, right? Um. I really always just tell myself I want to play the best melee I am capable of for me, like, personally. I think, you know, neutral is, like, my favorite part of melee. I really like, you know, how it works. Out. Like, I think melee is, like, honestly, one of the most brilliant fighting games and how it so works out with so mm -hmm. many aspects. Like, even even CC, like, allowing the aerial game not to, like, overshadow where I know some, some games are having that issue right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I really, I think my goal is just, like, I want to you know play as brilliant neutral as i think is possible like that i know it's like a specific part of the game but it's just one that like really i love a lot so i guess that's about it i don't really think about anything else than that though cool. do you so, think about neutral game a lot i definitely do i uh i mean i write stuff all the time um oh yeah yeah i have i think i don't know if i have anything like unique about it but like i just think it's so interesting because it's like it's a strategy melee is like a strategy game and it's like yeah melee you know there's certain aspects of the game that like there's right options there's wrong options but then there's also like you know if someone has like a really high percentage of an option you still got to do like 
exploits in that kind of sense if it's like really obvious and i think that stuff really interests me it's like it, it's like poker in some sense where it's like you need to have a balance but like you might want to hedge on one side or the other and it, it's it's honestly really brilliant and fun to play honestly it's, it's just fun to play yeah for sure is there something that you've you've learned recently for yourself that you found really interesting and if not is there something that you're working on right now that you find really interesting oh god that's a tough question I can't think of anything exactly. I think um, looking at my gameplay, I I see some flaws in how I do things where, uh, you know, I talked to Crudo, another player, and he was we were just talking about it and he said something like, you set up your spots pretty well, but then the way you play out, play out the spot is like not perfect. And I think it, it is like something I resonate with, like how I, how I feel the same way, where it's like sometimes I'm like, you know, I, I like, you know, do a proper like bait, or you know, it was pretty, is like well played. But then, like my movement in like that very second isn't exactly where it. I, I didn't do the right sequence where I'm not prepared to play the sequence out. So like playing, even after preparing the situation, like focusing right now on playing that spot that's like really close. Maybe the course quarters or like I have to be very precise and focusing on that right now. Hmm. Well, hey, good luck to you. It's uh, it's an important. That's certainly an important part of growth. It all, it all is really. I'm sure you know. It sounds like you're really realizing that with, you know, your even your experience with the function last weekend. Um. Well, let's see. Is there anything else that you wish we would have covered? Whether it's about function or anything else that we didn't get a chance to. Is there something you were dying to let us know or discuss that all uh, these these guys have been doing almost a hundred episodes? They didn't think to ask you. Yeah. Okay, I have one question for you, PP. For me? Oh, boy. Do you remember one time when we played on Netflix a long time ago, and you you said this random fox named Cam played you, and he was like, oh, this guy's definitely studied me. Do you remember that by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember saying... I. I could believe I said that phrase. I could <laughs> believe I said that phrase. I'm guessing the answer was no, you didn't. I, I don't think so. I don't I, think I, so. I, I think so. I think not. But it was funny because I, I, I don't know. I just like, I talked to Kadoran, but he's in stream, streaming one time and he was like, he said that quote. And I didn't know if like this was like something that people had heard before, but it's just, it was funny. I mean, I, of course, I, I, I completely understand your perspective where it's like this guy might have been doing things that maybe pertain to you more. And like, you know, it's not unbelievable to think that. But I, I think it's just really funny think about um, yeah i mean there are there are you know there's the, the typical meta options and sometimes there are specific counters that people might not necessarily be doing or they might not catch on as quickly so i guess maybe you had just done a bunch of them quickly and so i was like oh okay it's it's I've, i guess i thought it was unlikely but i mean you know i also remember playing you multiple times and i remember you know you would get better rapidly in between the times we would play and i was like and so now, you know, I'm not surprised that you've taken all the names that you have and everything. And so it's kind of funny that I probably said that one of the first times we played, but I know that we matched up, you know, past that. And you know, it was very clear that you were just making growth. And I, I don't believe I continued to think that even if I, even if I, even if I did the first time. So apologies for putting any of that on okay. you. Okay. <laughs> it was just really funny because it's become like almost a joke between some friends. Where it's sure, like, yeah. sure. It's just funny, you know. I, I well, you didn't you didn't study me for the interview, right? You didn't know what I was going to ask, did you? <laughs> I did not, and uh, I'm happy the questions you asked, and I'm happy. Oh, awesome! Um, Wonderful. Le least I at least I uh, held up my end there. <laughs> yeah.
Uh, okay. Well, I think um, now that we've now that we've aired out everything we need to air out, um, there's only one thing left we could possibly ask for you, Cam, and that is the community voice, the question that only you can ask to the YouTube audience. Um, do you have something prepared? Do we need to stall? What's it gonna be? All right. Uh, I guess. I mean, I guess I'll ask. Um, what was like a moment in your playing of melee that made you decide I want to get better at this game you know whether it's like friends or like a moment in the game itself that like you saw and you're like wow that was brilliant or whatever it is what made you what makes you want to play melee you know what made Mm -hmm. you decide to get better at it was there a moment like that for you is that where this question comes from there was something like that for you um I don't know if exactly but I think there's one interesting thing I don't know if you know who Darktooth is by any chance Dark Tooth, yeah, yeah. Well, I've been a while since I've heard that name, but yeah. yeah um, so I remember I he actually... entered. He entered something online like a year or two ago, and I remember he did really good, and uh, kind of, and then kind of, you know, went back into whatever, whatever he was doing before that. But yeah, he's he's amazing. So um, I am from the same region, and also I mm-hmm. found out, you know, a year in that I actually went to the same high school as him, and he had already oh. graduated. Um, and he came oh, wow. to visit my high school. And we played one time, and I I barely like I didn't know this until like I like I knew he was the best player in Long Island, but I didn't know he played. You know, he was in my high school, and he actually is the person who brought melee to my scene, and that inspired me. Like, wow, like I got to play with this really really good player, and he apparently went to my high school, and I'm like, that's so cool. I want to get better, you know. Guess I guess that's mine. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Damn, he was yeah. Damn, so he was the best player in Long Island for a, for a time then, huh? Yeah, he definitely was really. Hmm. He was like better than Cody. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember Cody ever really being Long Island in my like head, but I assume he was. Um, okay. I don't think he went to like locals, but maybe he did. I'm sorry if that's not sure. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Wow. He had a uh, K on to compete with. I think that's one. Okay. Speaking of your cool game. <laughs> that's fair to say right i mean <laughs> that was that was okay. fun i mean he was from uh we imported him from we we exported him from north carolina i think he might have originally been oh. from new york but we either way we we sent him over to you guys and he he had a lot of fun up there it was what i saw <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh mm. uh i think yeah. he was from uh he went to college there and i think he came might so have been like college a similar thing where it's like you almost become a different player because of your origin, right? I know he's North Carolina or one of the. Yeah, we were we were really claiming him. Uh, I think because he he was originally, I think he was a Falco player or something, and then he ended up switching to Foxway. Was here and really liking that, and then um, you know he became uh, very patient, and then he decided to go home back to New York. And you guys just had all sorts of fun with the new K on boy made memories. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's an awesome guy. I love. Him. Yeah, he's a good guy um but yeah thank you so much uh for giving us that question and sharing your time with us today cam really appreciate you coming on and uh thank you as well toe for joining us and always bringing the bringing the interesting discussion bringing the ideas bringing the energy love that and thank you everyone out there for calling in listening and watching we will be back next week but for now this is radio melee signing out